Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Welcome as we fly the friendly skies as the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. Let's see what our in-flight movie is today. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action-metric. We take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today, we watched (laughs) Carly's pick. Knight's Tale. Yay! From we, 2001. We didn't even plan that. No, we... Clearly. <laughs> we plan very little, and what we do plan usually turns out bad, so <laughs> the that's the beauty of us. All right, so A Knight's Tale is the first movie I've chosen that I saw in the movie theater. Exciting. It came out on my birthday, my 17th birthday, <laughs> May 11th, 2001. Because you always a fan of the Canterbury Tales or Cattenberry Tales, or whatever they're called. No, I was a fan of Heath Ledger. Oh. <laughs> I too was a fan of Heath Ledger. <laughs> I was a fan of Jeff. I too was a fan of Jeff. <laughs> All right, so it's an adventure and romance movie about the quest of a peasant to change his stars, win the heart of the fair maiden of his dreams, and rock the medieval world with the help of his friends. Wow! Did you write that? No. <laughs> I think it was on the Wikipedia. Okay. That was, that was very poetically done. <laughs> it was written and directed by Brian Helgeland. I don't know how to say his word. Helgeland? I would say Helgeland. You know, every time that there's a name like that, I always think to myself, I should find the right pronunciation before we record, and eh. I never do. And I'm happy eh. that I'm not the only one who does Brian. Brian. <laughs> Brian H. Yeah. He also wrote the screenplays for Mystic River, The Postman, L.A. Confidential, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Oh, good movie. The Dream Master. Nice. <laughs> Not as good as Dream Warriors. Nice. Still haven't seen that one. <laughs> I Dream actually Master? have. Tony and I watched it. <laughs> you know, he directed two episodes of the Friday the 13th TV series, too. That wasn't good. <laughs> I just wrote that down because I thought it was a fun fact. Just like I wrote down that he um, wrote The Postman. Because I find that to be a fun fact. Because you know who starts in The Postman? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Is it Kevin Costner? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I really don't know. <laughs> it's a good guess, though. Good Quality guess. guess. Quality guess. <laughs> well, he wrote and directed this movie, so that kills two birds with one stone there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie had a budget of $65 million. Mm-hmm. It only grossed $56 million in this country. Mm. Not so good. Yes, but which makes wild. it underappreciated by this country and 117 million worldwide. Well, it's funny when you say underappreciated by this country because some movies don't make their money back in this country. So mm-hmm. are they underappreciated? Example, us. <laughs> example, the last uh, Fast and Furious movie didn't make its money back in the U.S., but it made a billion dollars overseas. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that movie's awesome. Same with uh, Transformers and seen it. Pacific Rim. Yeah, there's some movies they made that money in China. I mean, it's like they made it made a billion dollars everywhere else. I'd call it a hit. <laughs> some movies, only certain types of movies transfer well without like the dialect. The dialogue isn't important. It's the visual that matters. I think visually appealing movies like The Fast and the Furious and Transformers do lots better overseas because the dialect is easy to translate and. 
doesn't really matter. Well, another another thing is is we're in America. We're so movie hungry that we're so genre savvy. So you know, if we watch a movie, nine, I'm sure ninety nine percent of the time, you guys are like, I know what's going to happen. You know, but you might get some interest, some enjoyment out of it. But China, they haven't seen movies like this. Oh, I guarantee you, so. they know what's going to happen in the Fast and Furious movie. Well, <laughs> this maybe Fast and Furious fifteen. Or like we so, have, they're all pretty much the same. Or yeah. we have so many movies, yeah. whereas they don't have exactly. the because we have Hollywood. We've had it for years and yeah. years and years. So this is new they stuff. They have Beijing. Now. Yeah, but the Beijing movie theme uh, movie they make a lot of scene there. is not doesn't have the kind of thriving variety and the budgets that the Hollywood's movies get. Have you really looked into that? Well, and also a lot of other places have weird rules about movies. Like China, you can't have ghosts in your movies. Yeah, there are a lot of weird movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Isn't that... That's funny because aren't a lot of the best horror ghost stories from Asia? But yet China doesn't get to be part of that market? Yeah. I remember there was some kind of weird thing with when Ghostbusters came out. They were trying to say that they weren't ghosts. They were something else to get it's past It's called Ghostbusters. China. <laughs> well, they don't call it that, though. They call it something else, you know. When they send it over there, but either way, it's not here, here nor there. So, well, I'm afraid right. of no goats. Then I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters either because no, I, I saw it. That's just, I haven't wish either. I hadn't. See, that's what everybody says. That's why I haven't seen it. That's not it's, what everybody says. That is what everybody says. All right. So this movie has a 58% Tomama meter score and a 79% tomama? audience. It's tomato meter. Tomato meter. <laughs> Toma- you say tomato, tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> well, if you're going to say tomato meter, I'm going to need you to um, enunciate. Because it sounds like you said two mama. <laughs> I like the two mama meter better. My two mamas think better that it was all right. My, my two mama meter says I have not gotten enough stuffing. <laughs> Obviously, if you're two moms. Is it time for shout-outs? Hi, Mom. Oh, goodness. Welcome back to the podcast. Please feel free to listen to this one. We're glad you came back after last week. <laughs> but surprise. <laughs> no, we're not, you dirty bird. <laughs> Speaking of dirty birds, hi, Ben. Ooh, I'm, no. I'm just kidding. I kid, I kid. I had to name drop you at some point. All right, so I have two reviews, and then we'll get into what you guys thought. Oh, yeah, sure. Jen S. gave it four stars and said, even 15 years later, you gotta applaud the idea of someone making a night movie using rock songs, outlandish hairdos, and gowns so very naturally as if that were simply how the medieval times played out. A brave attempt that worked out. It's just, or it's a fun joust with great characters, seriously touching moments, and plenty of good laughs. Blowing dust off old stereotypes, yet lovingly using some of them just to make for a great ride. Wow. The critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes I decided to use as my second one. It says, if you can get past the anachronism, A Knight's Tale becomes a predictable, if spirited, Rocky on horseback. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. No. Why not? That's why I picked it. <laughs> More than one. So anyway, you guys had all seen this movie before, yes? Yes. yes. I'd never heard of it. I don't believe it. That's not true. <laughs> well, what'd you think going into it? John, Mr. I Never Heard of It. Well, <laughs> um, having seen this movie a bunch, did we see this in the theater? Uh, in 2001? Yeah. Um, no, I'm sure we rented this. Okay, so we rented it. Sure. Um, I remember thinking, why are there rock tunes in this movie? Like, <laughs> And it still doesn't fit to this day. And then I know the director said he wanted to have more contemporary music in the movie so you can understand how the spectators would have felt then. Because using music from, you know, the 15th century wouldn't have really been 
that won't give us the effect that we need. But having modern musical dudes like, oh, all right, I'll give you a pass there. But I was looking forward to it because, you know what? You hit like a girl. <laughs> okay. All right, Tony. Um, I believe I saw this in the movie theater. Um, it's going back a ways, but uh, I remember I liked it a lot and was looking forward to seeing it again. In 2001, we had a toddler. So I'm 100% sure we did not see this in the theater. I'm sure we rented it on Blockbuster because we didn't go anywhere. Because in 2001, we had a toddler. Was it VHS? Um, Just I, no, I'm sure we got DVD. <laughs> did, we, did we have DVD? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we had DVD. Um, I've seen it a bunch. I always liked it. I knew about Heath Ledger before the world knew about Heath Ledger, like most girls in my age group. Well, I met Heath Ledger at 10 Things I Hate About You. So did I. Which was before this movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, I was looking forward to the rewatch. I hadn't seen it in a while. Did you all fall in love with him, too, when he sang, um, I, I wasn't in that song. <laughs> on, on the bleachers, you know? I know what you're talking I about, but I can't you, remember. Baby. Yeah, that one. Was that that one? <laughs> Come on, anybody? We'll wait. <laughs> don't let me love you. All right. I I don't know. Maybe somebody I can look no that idea. up. I have no idea. I don't have my idea. Google machine. Well, All right. That song, over that's that's where I fell in love with the Heath Ledger. <laughs> so we, we've one. talked about how Heath Ledger's in it. It's good. Well, next week our main is character. my pick. No. <laughs> um, and we all had seen him in 10 Things I Hate About You. Obviously. Everybody has seen him in other things since then I'm sure what else was he in Dark Knight he was in that The Patriot oh yeah he was Brokeback Mountain Mm -hmm. Monsters Ball Lords of Dogtown Casanova Team Zephyr man I haven't seen all of those but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's a skateboard movie from the 80s oh wow (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's bad it's I'm well. Not it's a scary good. movie from the eighties. <laughs> no, no. I'm like sure I was in the room. That's an awesome movie. Don't you blaspheme? Believe me. John John watched it and I was like, "This is terrible." Pretty sure. That's my gut on that. <laughs> I stand by that review. All right. We it also. Was, I've seen it before. Once. Okay. Keep going. Who else is in this movie? We have his friends. Mark Addy plays Roland. Who's awesome. I know. He's awesome from The Full Monty, and he's Robert Baratheon, or was, on yeah, Game of Thrones. He's, he's fantastic in The Full Monty, by the way. He's also <laughs> fantastic in um, Game of Thrones. He's just fantastic. He needs to get more work. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Alan Tudyk, who yeah, is Watt, and he's Firefly? amazing. <laughs> he's been in almost everything else. <laughs> yes. He was in Rogue One. He plays K2SO. He's a robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that He's yet. He's great in that. Um, Firefly, obviously. Now. Serenity. Dollhouse. Suburgatory. He's the voice of King Candy in Wreck-It Ralph. He voices Green Arrow in the Young Justice cartoons. He has a lot of voice work. She's really great. Most of which you'd be like, he does that? Really? He's and a really amazing. recognizable And voice. who else was in this? Uh, um, sorry. I lost myself. Paul Bettany. Yeah. <laughs> as, Jeff, as Jeffrey Chouncer. Yep. Chaucer. He does the vo- or he did the voice of Jarvis and now he is Vision, Vision. in yes. the Marvel My movies. My favorite Paul Bettany movie is Wimbledon. I was gonna say You are wrong. Uh, it is. It's so great. But he's so great in that. It, no. 
No, you know why that movie is great? Go, because go. it's a good movie and he's the star. He stars in other movies, but they're not always great. But Priest. this one is fantastic. Elaine, I still Elaine. like Priest. He's okay. Legion. You're supposed to. You're Legion spo- was better than Priest. You know, you're not to convince <laughs> us of that because we're not doing that movie. Yet I'm on just on saying. We're doing a different movie on this podcast. I just want to talk so about how Carly's great Paul Bettany is. He's <laughs> <laughs> really fantastic. Oop, I know this one. He's married to Jennifer Connelly, so points for that. Yes. Now, you know who's not fantastic? Jennifer Connelly is the voice in Spider Man suit. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. She's the voice in the new Spider Man movie. Karen? She's the, yep, she's Karen, and he was Jarvis. I like that that's a lot. Pretty, isn't that good. cute? I want to know was that intentional? You know who I don't think is a good actor? Shannon Sossaman. Oh, well, she's not his really lady! An <laughs> his Shots lady fired. Wow. She was a DJ. We're starting. She's terrible. We're starting already. Um, speaking of, mm-hmm. <laughs> his fair lady friend, what Jocelyn. Else was, what else was she in? Wayward Pines, Sleepy Hollow, Forty Days and Forty Nights. Great movie. It's a terrible movie. That is an awesome I movie. I haven't seen that. It's movie. not so great. It's awesome. <laughs> Forty Days, Forty Nights. Mm-hmm. You want uh-huh. the movie? No, it's good the first time you watch it, and then go back and rewatch yeah, it, and I, you're like, I could see not. It's not so great. Not a lot of rewatching it, but I thought it was good the first time. It's a good, um, it's a good take the power back. It's good the first time you watch it. What do you mean take the power back? I'll have to explain it to you when we do that on the podcast. If a woman withholds sex for power. No, no. Dump her and find someone else. Oh my god, you're, you're missing the point here. Because like, at the end when his ex girlfriend's like, we have to take the power back. You know that's yeah a direct reference. So I know. So why are you getting mad about it? It's like, terrible. Because that's movie. not how you said it. All right. Well, I didn't do it right. It so fuck oh, off. Crap. <laughs> crap. 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 My phone is made. She's very okay. And then right. so she angry. plays Jocelyn. And uh-huh. then you know who else is in this movie? Rufus Sewell as yep Count Adamar, who's know, also fantastic and should get more work now. And the dude who played um, um, Edward. The, um, I honestly did not write him down. Oh, I was going to, and I forgot. He was in Rome, and I love him. Yeah, he was in Rome. As fruit, he played Mark Antony. Yep. As soon as I Very looked good. at his IMDb, I was like, oh, that's why I know his face. Mm-hmm. He's great well, now. Rufus Rome was awesome. Sewell was also in The Legend of Zorro, Tristan yep. and His Old, The Holiday. It was a great movie. <laughs> good Gods movie. of Egypt and The Man in High Castle. <laughs> Gods of Egypt was terrible. <laughs> I think he's done a lot of TV work, too. And the other cast member I wrote down was our blacksmith, Kate, yep. is Laura Frazier, and she was in Breaking Bad, Vanilla Sky, and The Man in the Iron Mask. She does a lot of characters about what else they were in. I always I've skip I've seen that. The Man in the Iron Mask, like, three hundred times. Really? <laughs> it was one of those movies I, I had on VHS, and I just watched a lot because, you know, you only have so many. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those movies I've seen a million times. I've actually seen it. I think I saw it in the theater back when I was a kid. I like it more than I should because I've seen it just a lot. <laughs> All right, so now we'll start. Oh, okay. We uh, start and there's a little scroll. Or it just stays. It doesn't actually scroll. It says, In med- medieval times a sport arose, embraced by noble and peasant fans alike, though only noble knights could compete. The sport was jousting. For one of these knights, an over-the-hill former champion, it was the end. But for his peasant squire, William, it was merely the beginning. I almost use that as my, what this movie is about. <laughs> Instead of changing the stars? Yeah. But, uh... Just changing the stars isn't lame. <laughs> it is, and it's also really, you know, you can't change your stars. Of course you can't. The big giant balls of fire in the sky. But they didn't know that back No, in, they didn't. <laughs> in 14... What year is it supposed to be? Like 14 I don't know. something? I think it's supposed to be it's 14 something. 1450s, if that's when Chaucer was alive. 
No, he died in, wasn't it 1400? Like, late 1300s? Yeah, late 1400s. You didn't even cover that, Carly. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. You should. I did not extensively research Chaucer to find out the timeline of this movie. But I did learn that there's a year of Chaucer's life that historians don't know what he was doing, and supposedly that's when this movie takes place. Mm. So you could have pinpointed exactly what year it was if you had done slightly more research. So I'm pretty sure, yeah. I just Googled him, and yeah, he died in 1400. So it's So it's 1380... Or um, 1390, no, probably. No, we're going to say that it's probably way before that, because he was old then. Well, older by those standards. So, and he was a young man in this, so you got to figure it was like 1370, maybe? All right. That's fine. Also, weren't the knights in this, like, real knights, but they weren't at that time period? The names they use are all actually of real knights, but at random points throughout history. Does it matter at all? Yeah, because the knight's tale from the Canterbury Tales is not this story. Because so this isn't so. historical... <laughs> This the sweater of historical fact in this is such a well, loose weeb. Just... <laughs> most people use it as beach cover up. Well, it's just a nice <laughs> thing to, to say that it's a nod to you know one the major well one of the major characters in the movie was based on. Never mind. You seem to not have any interest in that because rolling your eyes at me and chewing gummy bears like your man. <laughs> <laughs> so she just chew a mean gummy bear. When she this, this isn't the kind of movie where historical fact matters at all. No. No. It's intentionally anachronistic, just for fun. But anyway, we open on some knight or on some squires who are trying to get their knight up because he has one more pass with the joust, and then they get to eat, and they haven't eaten in three days. I've <laughs> eaten in three days, <laughs> and he's not going to get up because he's dead. <laughs> Even I can't bring him back to life. <laughs> More precisely, the spark of his life is smothered in shite. His spirit is gone, but his stench remains. <laughs> yeah, Roland. which when Roland has the best lines, I think. Which I was like, man, I can't wait to put on some armor that some dude probably shit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they probably didn't care back then because they were all gross anyway. So. Yeah, well, this is a really. There's just good lines in here. Um. Watt is really pissed. Get up, get up, get up. He doesn't care if he's dead. He's hungry. It's been three days. Get up. And uh, Roland and William are like, oh, dude, calm down. <laughs> he's like, getting up. And the dude comes over and says, hey, you guys, if he doesn't get up, you forfeit. And William's like, he'll be there. And they're like, what? <laughs> Will says, put the armor on me. Take it off of him. Put it on me. I'll compete in this place. And Roland's like, um, no, dude, because if they find you out, you're going to be in some big trouble. Only says, William, what's compete. your name? <laughs> what's but your all, name? But all he has to do is ride through and not get unhorsed. And not get unhorsed. And he'll win. But the, which he does. Yeah. Not, he's he he's not good, but do he points. does not get unhorsed. Yeah, they're already up. She figured they've already had two passes and they have to do the third for the match to be yeah. over. But uh, it's, took a break to die. It's kind of a good thing that um, he doesn't do well because his helmet gets smashed in, yeah. so they can't take it off when they're rewarding yeah. him with his prize, which is a peacock feather made of gold. <laughs> and I don't know anything about money back then, but what they get fifteen silver florins, and I was like, that we doesn't figure, seem like enough. <laughs> we figure if that's pure gold, what is it worth? And well, if you're going to sell something, you get. Yeah, you know, you get what they'll pay you. Not really. Worth. Remember, nothing is really worth. Yeah. <laughs> only what you're willing to pay. They for sold it to some dude on the street. They <laughs> need to sell it questions. fast. They hadn't eaten in three days. Yeah, fifteen <laughs> silver florins. They'll take it. Yeah. Mm. I wish I had me fifteen <laughs> silver florins. 
So they're packing up to leave. They've got their 15 florins. They're good. And Will says, hey, I think we could do this. We could do this. I'm going to be a knight. Well, he gives each of them five. Yeah. And then he says, wait a minute. And he's like, give them back. Let them give them back. (laughs) You each get one. And then I was like, maybe a silver florin is worth more than I think. (laughs) If they each get one and that's enough. Well, silver florin, you know, that's got to be worth a couple bucks. U.S. currency. Well, if five silver florins could get Roland all the way back to London from wherever we are, we don't know. But... At least a stake down. He wants the money back because he wants to do this. And they're like, uh, no, dude, that's crazy. We have money now to eat and get home. Let's just take, you know, take what we can get and go. And he's like, if he puts the money all in his hand and he says, if you can get your money back from me, then you can have it. And they kick his ass. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they're hungry and he underestimated them. <laughs> but then he still convinces them to, uh, to go. <laughs> What's his name? Bites him. He says, see Watt how hungry does. I am? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he just lists, like, the food he wants to buy yeah. is just the most extravagant stuff you ever heard of. And it's like, how would this dude know about that? What's funny is every time someone describes British food, has anybody ever been to England? No, but no. I mean, Not I us, have. But and they have some was. interesting foods there. Interesting <laughs> is, a, is a very nice way to say it. Gross. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's gross because some of it is really, some of it is tasty. Shepherd's pie is good, and some of it is just weird. Shepherd's mash is good. Like they have weird food there. Fish and Everything chips else is good. Pretty gross. I'm pretty sure they think that about here. There's oh. lots of weird foods all over this country. I have a very good friend of mine who spent many years here, and um, he said the food here is pretty good. A little bit of shit, but it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a direct quote. At least tastes good. I imagine it's probably not good for you. In our refrigerator, there's like four bottles of malt vinegar. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah. But my For sister tells me that it's big in cooking, British cooking. Yeah. But I found it in the fridge and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, you know what the best <laughs> thing about oh, British food is, it's is still when there. you go there and you say you're gonna get some biscuits, you think you're getting biscuits and they bring you cookies. So I was like, yes. <laughs> and you want uh, chips? You get French fries. Right. I'm cool with either of those things. And then me someone too. looks at you and says, they're crisps. Yeah, but then they say, and one guy looks and goes, I'm gonna go burn a fag, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> And you, and then you say, "Dude, smoking is bad for your health." No, this was years ago. It was cool then. But you're like, "Whoa, eat, that's bad." <laughs> He's like, "Well, burn, burn, I'll smoke cigarette." Okay, yeah, okay, have fun with that. <laughs> Dude, like, no one prepared me for that. I wasn't ready when someone said that to me, and it really like tripped me out. Ooh, all the TV and movies you watch, you think you'd be better prepared for this? For burn a fag? Nope, never came up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, I, I'm on it now. Okay. There's a train montage. Yeah. Low rider. It's one of the songs they use. Um. Yes, because when I think medieval times, I think <laughs> low rider. No, when I hear low rider, I think Donnie. Low rider? Low rider Donnie? And gone in 60 seconds. They can't see the hand thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is my favorite movie. I know. It's number one on Elaine's list of... Top ten of greatest movies. Of all you know time. what's funny about the movies? I don't think it gets the appreciation that it needs. Gone six seconds. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. Well, Wayne's we'll birthday's coming that. up. Maybe we'll be That's not what it. we're doing. <laughs> we'll now, find out at the end of the episode. Anytime, she's got to pick one that she normally uh, can't get away. That's with, true. All right. Anyway, back to this. Very few movies on <laughs> William is good with the sword, but he sucks with the lance. He doesn't suck. He's just really shite. <laughs> 
He shot himself. You know, so they practice and practice and practice. He keeps missing and missing and missing the target. And they say, I think he's getting worse. <laughs> they set up a shield with a weighted sandbag on the other side. So if it hits it right, it doesn't hit him. But mm-hmm. if he fucks it up, it hits him. Then they, uh, what they have him in a boat, and they have a, a ring hanging from a tree, and he has to put the lance through the. They have all these different. And ways he does that him. though. And then, and then he falls in the water in his armor. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they're like, any minute now, he's gonna come yeah. up. Anyone that played, up. anyone has played any D and D knows, armor and water doesn't mix very well. Well, mm-hmm. his sword skills are on par with the Marlboro Man, but his land skills are more Harley Davidson. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty bad. I really love the Fix it up pretty quick. <laughs> he love does because he only has a month to train, yeah. and then he's winning tournaments. <laughs> if he was an undead zombie like Jason, he'd get really good. <laughs> With all weapons. Yeah, sure. So they feel pretty good. He's practiced and practiced. He's good enough to compete at least. And uh, they're headed to the tournament. And they're like, who? they're taking turns on the horse, and then they decide nobody should ride the horse. They need to save the horse. They're using this horse in the tournaments, and it's the only horse they have. <laughs> and then they're passed by a naked man. Who's the naked man? Jeffrey Chaucer. Who is a very important person. Father of uh, European They don't literature. know that, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the first person to write like a major book of um, art, or whatever you want to call it, in English. Interesting. Well, in this movie, he took an involuntary bow of poverty. <laughs> He's buried in Westminster Abbey. In the poet circle with kings and queens and other poets. Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. So he Lane's tells nodding, them. Like, shut up, I don't want to talk about that. guy. I don't yeah. care. He's an important guy, yeah. He tells them about himself those as people. in, hey, I'm important. You must have heard of me before. And they're like, like we don't read. <laughs> as far as we know, they can't read. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's like, you read my book, didn't you? It's like, um, no. no. They didn't have a printing press yet, so Never no. Never heard of you. And the and, uh, last thing I'll say about him is if you do any kind of research on him. He did have a life sort of like um, William because he's up and down, rich sometimes, poor sometimes. He hung out with kings. Um, he wrote something for Edward III. Edward III uh, gave him free uh, alcohol for a year because he liked it. So every day he gave him a, fly, uh, uh, I don't know, a barrel. A cast of ale. Or yeah, something <laughs> like that. So he had, he's a pretty interesting guy. Yeah, if you get a chance, check him out. He's got even uh, some of the Canterbury Tales pretty funny. But we catch him, he's naked. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's and like, what a butt on this guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How about that nipple placement? <laughs> Jeff's got it going on. <laughs> oh, goodness. So uh, he asks them who they are, and they introduce themselves as Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein and his squires, and he's like, ha, no, you're not. <laughs> he, says, he says, Richard the Lionheart, yeah. pleased to meet you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they tell him that they're going to the tournament and he's like no you're not because nobody's going to believe this but well he says they demand proof of lineage of mm-hmm. back at least three or four patents of nobility four yeah. patents of nobility which look really cool I'm going to I had some made so but he I'm said that he could write nice. them and he says look I'll do it I'll write you some patents and they will believe you are noble but I need some clothes yeah. <laughs> I need some food <laughs> And let me ride on the horse for a little bit. <laughs> what were you going to say? He says, clothe me, shoe me, for God's sakes, feed me. Let me ride on that horse for a bit. <laughs> Food was number three on his list after shoes. <laughs> I well, he's been, been walking and we see him step Have on you ever something. walked outside for long distance? I would have gone food, horse, clothes, shoes. I'm just, that's just me. <laughs> or let me ride in the cart, maybe. Did they have a cart? They did have a yeah. cart. Oh, cart. <laughs> That's where all their shite is. 
around. The armor, the tent, the all their lances. accoutrements. It's called a lance. So he gets him in, and uh, William is riding through, singing a little song because he's happy. Now he's going to be able to compete. And uh, he sees a fair lady. And Tony said, he made me rewind it, because when he sees her and she sees him, oh, yeah. there's a little ding. <laughs> His timer went off. Can we talk about her ridiculous hat? Like, for <laughs> real, their timers went off. <laughs> Can we talk about her super ridiculous hat? Sure. The first of many. <laughs> what the fuck is this hat she's wearing? Yeah. She actually looks like a chess piece. She was <laughs> she was cursed with a beautiful face, okay? The Lord has cursed her with a beautiful face. Look. So she has to wear ugly hats? And I hope <laughs> that she gets old quickly well, so she can better serve God. I would God. have been okay with the hat if it had been like the hat and the wimple because that actually would have been... That's true. But it's not. It's just this really ridiculous hat. And her lady-in-waiting never wears a hat. <laughs> Which your lady-in-waiting, if you have to wear a hat... She has to wear a hat. That's well, part of it. Because she would have been... <laughs> because her maid that went with her everywhere still would have been noble. She just would have been from, like, a you know, an impoverished noble. But she still would have been a noble. She still would have had to look and dress and be pious as well. Mm. It bothers me, these stupid hats that make her... And remember what Robin Hood said, <laughs> Prince of Thieves, nobility is not a birthright. And the other hat she wears later when she's sitting next to Count Adamar is really cool... But <laughs> ridiculous. You shouldn't be wearing those fucking hats. <laughs> she looks like she's at the Kentucky Derby in that hat. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Albert creepily follows her on a horse. Yep. And not paying attention to where she's going. And she knows he's following him. She's kind of smirking. She's enjoying it. She leads him into a church. And he doesn't know they're in the church. Can I speak to you? It's <laughs> a good opening line. That is a good opening line. Why are there no pews in this church? Could you? I'm interested in that historical fact. <laughs> um, because the Pope had not got there yet. No, like really. When did remember this time frame here? We're looking churches. at a lot of things that you think should be in places aren't a thing yet. I know. That's why I'm asking. This is a historical thing I'm actually interested in. When did pews in churches become a thing? Don't know. Maybe they thought you should kneel to show your devotion to God. I don't know. I'm making shit up now. Maybe they thought you should stand. <laughs> They Maybe there's no pews in this church because floor. for the scene, there needs to be room for the fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a later scene in a church there's also no... Um, well, it's called continuity. When they go to talk after the letter. <laughs> your breasts, they're above your throat. She <laughs> 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 oh, wants poetry weirdest. and that's what he comes up with. That's yeah. the weirdest tit talk ever heard on this show. We'll get there. Also... I don't know if we will. <laughs> also, we haven't had a Star Wars reference yet, so no. may the force be with you. Moving on. Why'd you gotta force it? <laughs> well, I don't know, we but if she's asleep, that means no. Alan Tudyk was in Star Wars. True. All right, move on. <laughs> Only Rogue One. Yeah, well. Anyway, I liked Rogue One. But so he follows her, and he wants her name, and. Uh, she says, would you still want it if I were ugly? And he he's says... Like, yeah. He's like, no. He says, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> and she's like... Pfft. And... Uh, she guesses a lot, so... Yeah. When the priest sees him and is like... <gasps> and they start to kind of push him out. He's like, woman, tell me your name. 
or he says, tell me your name, woman. And she says, you don't need to know my name. Call me a fox. That's all I am to you. And he's, he says, uh, Foxy lady. He says, fine, a fox. That's going to be your name until I learn your lady, or your, learn your name, my foxy lady. Now, was that a thing back then? Probably not. Jimi Hendrix wasn't around. Yet, so. <laughs> Coming to get you. That seems like the music that should have been playing with all the rock and roll they had in this movie. Maybe. So uh, the two women laugh, and the priest is shocked. How could they laugh? And they're like, we only laugh to keep us from weeping. <laughs> this is where she says that she was cursed with a beautiful face, mm-hmm. and the priest is like, well, I hope you grow old fast. He says, pray your years come swiftly. Pray your be- beauty fades that you may better serve God. And she says, oh, I do, my lord. I pray for it all the time. Why, God, did you curse me with this face? <laughs> then he gives her the hand, like, kiss the ring. She's like, he that says, is beautiful. He says, God's will has a purpose, but we may not know it. And, th- yeah, he gives her his hand, and she's, she admires his ring. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and he snatches his hand back. <laughs> it's good living. And bursts into tune. <laughs> well, some of the people in the religious, um, I don't, don't want to say career, calling. There you go. The religious calling. Do very well. Some? Yeah, have you seen that one dude? I don't want to use his name, but he's got a gigantic house and he wants your money every week. It's like, mm-hmm. you seem to be doing okay. <laughs> All right. So we cut back to the tournament, and Sir Ulrich is doing quite well. His armor doesn't quite fit, and it's loose, and he's overdoing the sword ring, and he says, I should have only done one, one event. This is too much. I don't have any time to breathe. <laughs> And uh, he says, I should forfeit the sword. And his friends are like, dude, that's your best area. And he's like, I don't care. Um, I should just be jousting. Yeah, which is kind of a stupid thing to say because he's like, we're going to do this and we're broke and need money. You stick to your best event. If anything, you get rid of the joust. Mm-hmm. But, you know, reasons. Well, now he's, now he's kind of into it and he's like, no, I want to be the best. Now he's getting a little cocky. <laughs> right. Isn't this his first tournament? Yes. So isn't he a bit early for him to be so brazen? Perhaps. Okay. Well, he spent a month training and he's doing well. So. Yeah, you know, he did all that time putting that glance through the ring. <laughs> one time. All right. He is the protector of, of Italian virginity, so. So when he's on his way to the sword, uh, he's stopped by a dude who says, Hey, uh, we have your friend. And he said to go get you because he owes us some money. And Chaucer is naked again. <laughs> and we learned that he has a gambling problem. Yeah. He was not robbed in the beginning. He lost his clothes. <laughs> he lost even the shirt off his back. All sixes and sevens, if I recall. Or is that later in the movie? That's later in the movie. And he owes the dudes ten gold florins. That seems like a lot. When we sold the gold peacock feather for 15 silver florins. <laughs> I don't know what the conversion rate is on that, but it's a bit. <laughs> Not quite a boatload. And I think, how did he even do that? He didn't but have anything. Just like, it's, just, it. it's only part, it's like a horse's leg or something. <laughs> well, it's the top, no, it's the top part. It's the, it's the, it's the joust and the, like from the waist up. No, I thought she... Oh, and she the, takes the horse's yeah. head. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the night, the whole night. Leave Bummer. them the horse's ass. Well, they were a couple of horses' asses. That's Excuse true. me, do not speak of Jeff that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what, but definitely not Roland. So, Jeff told them, Sir Ulrich, he'll pay you. And Sir Ulrich's like, I don't have any fucking money. <laughs> 
but yeah. I will. He says, what, uh, what would you do to him if I didn't pay? And they said, we would take it from his flesh. Okay, bye. It, so the movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't have the money, but I will. If you give me until the end of the tournament and for God's sakes, give him his clothes back. <laughs> Man's got his peppermint stick hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> So he's late for the sword match, and it begins as soon as he walks in the ring. He wins, and Chaucer says, Yes, behold my lord Ulrich. He does a whole spiel, and the audience doesn't respond at all. It's just silent, and then Roland goes, Yeah! And the crowd goes wild. That's a great scene. <laughs> Do you know, this, film was, uh, this movie was filmed in Prague, mm -hmm. and that really happened because none of the extras understood what Paul Bettany was saying, so they just sat there, and they didn't know they were supposed to applaud. So was it planned, or...? It was not planned. But they kept it in because they really liked it. <laughs> kind of like George Clooney's line about being married. <laughs> it was better than that. Because <laughs> Jeff is the best herald on the planet. <laughs> well, he is up there with Silver Surfer, <laughs> who is the herald of Galactus. He's the best herald not on the planet. Yeah, true. <laughs> Don't get them combined. It's not fair. No. All right, so he wins Vision the sword. And the silver surfer, that'd be fucking But he cracks mean. his armor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even Thor would be like, I'm out. <laughs> he needs a blacksmith, but no one will help him because he doesn't have any money. And they're like, try the woman. And he's like, the woman? But this is weird <laughs> you know, because... Nike? <laughs> but, like, they won't help him because he doesn't have any money. But he won the sword. He can say, I won the sword. They will pay me. Like, this is not, it's not like before he won the sword. This happened after he won the sword. Yeah, but they also don't know him. He could just leave. And for, yeah, and for the plot yes. of the movie, they need that woman to get involved. So she says, I don't work for free either. And he's like, yeah, I shouldn't have asked you. They told me that you were shite with armor. And then she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> is it because I'm a woman? Now she has something to prove, so she's going to do it. Well, he said like it wasn't because she was a woman. They said she was great with horseshoes, but shite with armor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like her. She's got some spirit. <laughs> Funk. Sass. Razzmatazz. Flatulence, Ooh, but that's at the end of the movie. <laughs> so confused. then we see all the men riding by the fair maiden from earlier and saying, I will win this tournament for you. I will win this tournament for you. And she's like, whatever. And... Uh, like, fuck off, I don't care. <laughs> and then she's introduced to Count Adamar. And Ulrich and Chaucer see her. And Ulrich tells Chaucer he likes her. And Chaucer says, you aim too high. And he says, if there's another way to aim, I shan't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. And uh, he asks Chaucer what he should say. And it's, we have another movie where the man can't come up with his own shit. And he has to have his friend feed lines into his ear. <laughs> Very true. So Sarah, no. <laughs> so uh, Sir Adamar is giving her a lesson on how the joust is scored. Which is helpful for the rest of the audience, too, because I don't yeah, know how to score a joust know. until I saw this movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm an old hand at it now, but back in 01, I had no idea. <laughs> well, they tried to bring it back on that show. They had a show on Spike where they were jousting. That lasted a season until everybody got bored. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wow, that was really entertaining back then. Yeah. Because the only time it's ever really entertaining is if you go to a rent fair. I want to go to medieval times where they don't give you utensils, but you can get a Pepsi. That is pretty good. <laughs> they didn't have utensils, but they had Pepsi. 
I like that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> I thought about it. A it's the Cable Guy. Oh, okay. Great movie. At the Cable Guy, they go to Medieval Times, and they say there's no utensils at Medieval Times because there were no utensils at Medieval Times. Would you like a Pepsi? <laughs> He's like, you can't get a utensil, but you can get a Pepsi? She's he like, goes, dude, dude, I've got tables. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. Yeah, that's, I love that movie. I'm not in charge of this. All right, you may have to see this in the near future, Carly. So I know you haven't seen it, I'm assuming. <laughs> so he goes up and he asks her her name again. And she says, you persist. And he says, uh, perhaps you don't have a name. Perhaps only an- angels only have uh, beautiful faces or something like that. But then we cut to his opponent being introduced, and then Chaucer jumps up, and I don't know if I timed this right, but Tony wanted me to play Chaucer's first introduction of Sir Ulrich. Do we have that? We have a clip? I do. Hmm. Oh, look, it is in the right spot. Everybody else here not sitting on a cushion. I love that line. It's an homage to the Beatles. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is wearing jewelry or something. Like Everybody in the cheap seats. Mm. You find yourselves equals. And he says, "Those of you in seats can just shake your jewelry." That's what yeah. he says. <laughs> <laughs> I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God, asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Muslims. In Greece. So that has been going on a while. He spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. (laughs) Look at that hat. Yeah, there you can see a ridiculous hat. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, gilding I give lily. to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, Love that the line enforcer too. of our Lord God, the one, the only, Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein! <laughs> the protector of Italian virginity. <laughs> the things this movie does well is, one, the crowd is really reminiscent of a modern day sports crowd, yeah. which mm-hmm. is fun. Which is probably pretty accurate. And then the other thing is when all the heralds try to copycat him and make it work and none of them can quite do it, it just makes me laugh. None of them are nearly as awesome as he is. Like everybody's trying to be Conor McGregor now. <laughs> in their fuck you suit? Well, not in their fuck that you suit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was. But everybody's trying to be more Conor McGregor now, but he's, you know, being more vocal and wearing nicer clothes. And it's like, yeah, Conor already did that. Do something else. <laughs> I always support people who 
speak eloquently and wear nice suits. Mm-hmm. Even if the pinstripe does say fuck you. That's awesome. If that suit wasn't going to be like, I don't know, $500, I'd get one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be way too much money for something that you can't actually wear to work. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so the lady is watching intently, and he goes, and then he, they do round one of the jousts, and he goes, did she see me, did she see me, did she see me? <laughs> and they're like, did she see me take that hit? And he's like, it was dreadful, her eyes welled up. <laughs> I would be Jeff, I'd be the friend that just boldly lies to you quickly. <laughs> So, in the stand, Sir Adamar and his squire discuss how Sir Ulrich is fearless, because he does not protect his eyes. He doesn't look up, so nothing gets in his eyes. He keeps his eye on the prize. And Jocelyn digs it. She seems impressed. <laughs> and then, the knight that Ulrich is up against says, I can't do it. I'm finished, but I've never not finished before. Will you help me protect my honor? So, they do it again, but uh, he You're- doesn't hit him. They they give the salute. They raise their lances and give each other a salute of a well-fought fight. And Adamar's like, why didn't he finish him? And she says, he shows mercy. And he's like, that's a weakness. (laughs) He's like, oh good, I'll kill him later. But (laughs) she doesn't think so. She seems to think... She digs him. Yeah. (laughs) He's got that really nice hair that's never combed. (laughs) And and very blonde. Very blonde. It looks like he's bleached it one too many times. (laughs) I don't know, it's very weird because part of it is straight and part of it is very curly. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe... He did look pretty good with the bearded dreadlocks. You know, he needed that hair with some activator. He had a great jerry curl. (laughs) Some Uh. soul glow. (laughs) Just let your soul glow. And that's a movie that's not underappreciated, but maybe for my birthday. There you go. It's an adventure. Oh, yes, it is. That's true. So he cannot sleep that night because he can't stop thinking of her. He still doesn't know her name. She's Aphrodite. She's Venus. Roland's like, Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that they're pulling Roman gods because this is right around that time where everybody's trans. You know, they're going from old gods to these new god. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 nice that he's he brought that back. I always mm-hmm. appreciated that. I don't think I would have been able to sleep that close to Watt's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his feet smelled like roses. Yeah, I doubt it. Mm. Very few things in that time period smelled like roses. Mm-hmm. All the extras are remarkably clean, though. I did notice that. They are. Well, I always notice in a medieval movie when people are really clean. (laughs) Well, mostly from the Monty Python reference. (laughs) What did he say? That guy's the king. How do you know? Because he's not covered in shit. (laughs) 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 I gotta think the medieval times weren't that bad. I don't know. I wasn't there. It's hard to say, yeah. It's hard. I mean, we're getting like second, third, fourth, fifth hand. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Not everybody could write, so. People that could write were kind of upper class and looked down at those people, so they would have written, oh, they're all covered in shit, but maybe they actually weren't. They just weren't wearing nice, fancy clothes. And they couldn't afford to take a bath more than once a month. And they had no one, none of them could write to defend themselves. And if they did, no one cared. Right. (laughs) I don't know, people do those not bathing things, and then they chronalize their their journey like over a couple months, and it gets to the point where they're not really all that gross. Hmm. Well... Do me a favor, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but if you look on, I mean, there's all these weird no, no. people on the internet. Look that do to me that in stuff. the eyeball and promise me you won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, your natural body chemistry kind of helps keep you on. Mm. Know what else helps? Right guard. <laughs> I prefer a closed guard. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's for you, Dr. Nick. Hey, Dr. Made, Nick! The lady's maid tells her that said, Sir Adamar sends his regards and says he will win the tournament for her, and he wishes to speak with her again. She says he'll win it for himself, and he doesn't care what I have to say. <laughs> the maid inquires as to whether she would have Sir Ulrich win the tournament for her. She says no, but he's the only knight who has pro- has not promised to do so. She must have been smoking hot. <laughs> and to quote Every another one, every knight Heath- said he would win it for her. To quote another one of Heath Ledger's movies, what's with this girl? She got beer flavored nipples or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll discuss it later on in this movie. <laughs> That's ten things I had about you, Tony, in case you didn't catch it. I've seen the movie. <laughs> it was that or Dark Knight. I, was, I remember Joker saying that. <laughs> that would have been But I could see Joker saying it. <laughs> like, that would have fit his character. So then she sends her maid to give a token to him that he can wear and a message. Ooh, a token. Her name is Jocelyn. <laughs> and the token is like a scarf. Well, that, this is know. an odd name choice for um, her, actually, because Jocelyn is usually was historically a boy's name. Well, like we said That's earlier, we're not really hanging the, the historical accuracy on this movie. I just think it was an interesting choice. I just think it was an interesting choice, and it was a The movie started with We Will Rock You from Queen. <laughs> 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 historical accuracy, as you mentioned earlier, has left. Yeah, but it's it's interesting that it was historically a boy's name. And I liked the name, and I didn't know that. I mean, if we're going to start pulling at those threads, they're all speaking the wrong language. True that, Holmes Weiss. <laughs> like, they're speaking English-English, which none of us would have been able to understand. I just agreed with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the two men, Ulrich and Adamar, are pitted against each other. And uh, Adamar is uh, pissed. The crowd is chanting, Ulrich, 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 because uh, he's doing pretty well. And Adamar knocks the helmet right off of Ulrich's head. That had to hurt. Our first flashback. Ooh, I love flashbacks. <laughs> we see William as a young man, or a boy actually, watching a tournament with his father, and he says, Someday I'll be a knight. And there's a dude in the stocks, because they're kind of on the stocks, who's like, Tuh. No, you're not. <laughs> you might as well change the stars. <laughs> and he's like, can, can someone do that, Dad? Change their stars? So this is when his dad lies to him and says, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? You can change your stars. No, actually, Be- you can't. Because if you move to a different hemisphere, the stars in the sky are different. <laughs> so by taking a long journey, you could change your stars. I technically got you there. I'm going to let you have that one. So you, you know what? You're right. And actually, you know what's funny is if you're standing in the exact same spot now as you were in the year 1400, which is we're going to go around that mm-hmm. line, your stars would also change because you know, Earth's moving. So yes, if a man becomes so, a vampire, he could change his stars. <gasps> so by just standing vampires. still, well played. <laughs> so in reality, it's not really that hard. No. So what you're saying is I just go 20 miles to the left. I don't know, but if you're a peasant in London, in traveling 13... to Africa might, to change your stars might be kind of hard. Yeah. yeah, but you don't have to go all the way to Africa. You can just go to, like, you know, south, right. 20, 30 miles. It'll move. They didn't say you had to change them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He seems like, like he wants Africa's all a completely different, different look. He seems like he wants all new stars. Mm. Well, then turn around and look to the left. <laughs> different stars. 
Okay. <laughs> Adam Arbeats met the joust. And he says to seek him again when he's worthy. That's a that's a stone cold line right there. And uh, Watt wants to kick his ass, but Chaucer, very comically, just pushes him. <laughs> Why does she not call him Jeff? He just comes out. Of, you want me to call him Jeff? I'll no, try. No, you call whatever you want. It's your, he it's he your just podcast. comes out of nowhere as Watt's trying to climb over the barrier and it just poof. Pushes him down. <laughs> Good job, my lord. Go to Ulrich. Go to Ulrich. <laughs> Double victory. <laughs> we can't be doing that shit. Right, because back then, if you attacked a normal person, you could have your nuts cut off. Mm-hmm. That's who you're pretending to be. And then Adamar takes the token, the little scarf, that Jocelyn gave to Ulrich back to her and says, I believe this is yours. <laughs> she takes it and walks away. So the prizes are awarded, and Ulrich won for the sword, but Adamar won for the joust. And Ulrich tells him the next time they face one another, Adamar will look up at him from the flat of his back. Now, here's my question. They say, not only did he win the joust, he's tournament champion. What makes you tournament champion? I'm Winning the joust, is it? Just so the like, joust. To Maybe me, there's more points in that than anywhere else. Yeah, but else. that seems kind of bullshit, because you have all these different events. It's like saying that the, you know, the... The 400-meter fly is worth more than Well, they also had, shooting. like, eight tournaments. Eight, eight, shit, eight yeah. things to go into. Mm-hmm. There were at least six. them all six. hanging behind yeah. the guy. Yeah. And you hit the ones you want, and he just hit two. And I was like, well, what the fuck are rest? Maybe they had archery. Maybe yeah. they had... Uh, like, what makes Joust so much more prestigious? I, mean, I get that it's probably the most popular, but that's like saying football is more prestigious than soccer. But people They're, think that. It's In not true. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that people don't think that. Or maybe or maybe he did compete in the other ones, but we didn't get to see that. Could maybe be. he did archery. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe he, yeah. his archery skills make Jason go, holy shit, that's a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> Elena's however, today with the callbacks. However, in, uh, later on he says, they're like, oh, you won the sword, and you keep winning at sword, and we'll be rich. And he's like, I'm not going to compete in sword anymore. It's tournament champion or nothing. So, so he's only going to compete in that one event now, and he's going to be tournament champion. I just think it's one of those American things where it's like, well, you know, it's got to be this because this is the best. It's kinda, I, I can understand, I can understand, I guess, I don't, I don't know how often, how much they have to do. I can understand, I guess, not doing the sword fighting and just doing the jousting so you're not as tired or it doesn't wear you out sense. or you don't get hurt. Possibly doing the sword thing, but you know they don't get into all that. It's, now, just, it's just a yeah. If he would just say, "I really got to beat Adamar," yeah, that, I'd been like, "All right, well, yeah. now he's got a goal." But it's tournament champion. Well, what if they're really good at feathers? <laughs> which, which would be darts. They're I don't really, think they had that then. They're really the story's really trying too hard to make him this like nice guy. It's like he's a, he's a guy, dude. He's gonna have testosterone. He's gonna be competitive. Just let it happen. Stop. Well, me. I think the only reason he wants to be tournament champion is to impress a lady. Yeah. That's right. So that does not make him a nice guy. That just makes him a dude. Well, they, yeah, and then they and keep now he wants to beat back. Adamar yeah. more than anything. Well, they're all trying to impress this one dude, this one lady with beer flavored nipples. All right. <laughs> but Adamar tells Speaking. him that he's been weighed, he has been measured, and he has been found wanting. I don't like that line. I bring that up because he says it more than once. He says it a lot. <laughs> Speaking. Go ahead. You said speaking, and then. No, just keep going. All right. I was trying so, to get us back on track. Oh. The blacksmith has fixed his breastplate. She wants to make him new armor because this armor was not made for him. It doesn't fit him well, and she can make him some fantastic armor. She got this new metal from Wakanda. And <laughs> she wants to try it out. <laughs> Is this a Marvel movie? <laughs> and he's like, I don't. What? How much would it cost? And she's like, take me as far as Paris. And he's like, no, we travel alone. Like, I'm just going to keep wearing this armor. Even though Adamar made fun of his armor and uh, made him all huffy about it. 
Well. Because he's competing in an antique. <laughs> so she takes the horse's head and gives him back the horse's ass because yeah. he's acting like a horse's ass. That is for damn sure. So Ulrich is ready. He's ready to go. Let's go. We, if we leave now, we can walk most of the way to the next tournament and we can save the horse because we need the horse. And uh, Charles is like, no, you have to go to the banquet. And he's like, I'm not fucking going to the banquet. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jocelyn's lady comes over and says, my lady would like to know the color of your tunic for the banquet. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to the banquet. <laughs> And Jeff's like, we're not going to bed. Don't answer questions to which you do not know the answers. <laughs> Sorry, my lord. <laughs> and then Roland has to say what color his tunic's going to be. And if you notice, the lady that he's talking to is standing in front of a tent that is green with light green. <laughs> and wooden buckles. And wooden toggles. And he says, green. Like <laughs> green. making it out of this tent. <laughs> like, we don't have a tent anymore, but he's going to have a tunic. How many yeah. hours do I have? I'm making a tunic. <laughs> yeah, no and what's the but next scene? What's Ulrich the next is scene? like, crap, I don't know how to dance. And they're like, fuck, now we have to teach you how to dance. Charles is like, I don't know how to dance, I'll teach you how to dance. But it's not going well, because he's trying to dance with Watt. And that's when we get the Watt. And one. <laughs> two. And twirly, twirly, twirly. <laughs> Something, 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 because he hits like a girl. First <laughs> she says, and Watt can't leave because, because he, he is the girl. And then he goes, oh, what? And hits him. And then, Ow. Now he's got papers <laughs> to go up his nose. Twirly, twirly, twirly. You're going me all day because you hit like a what? And then Roland pops in. A, a girl! girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate walks by and she's like, oh, God. <laughs> You guys are something else. And uh, they, she's, they're like, what, can you do better? And she's like, of course I can. And they're like, well, show us. And she's like, no. no. <laughs> I'm Kate Stark. i got to go forge this armor. That's stronger, than, stronger than steel with half the weight. <laughs> so, but nobody's ever heard of me. So they ask her nicely. Her name is Nike. Thank you. She does. She teaches them how to dance. And uh, Nike Stark, she built it in a cave with scraps. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, and um, little Ulrich goes to the banquet and he's talking to Jocelyn, things are going well, and they go to dance. And Adamar says, You should teach us a dance of your country. And he's like, Galvaland, <laughs> can you guys, uh, not to get personal, you guys dance? You guys know how to dance? I'm a dancer for real. John yeah. dances much better than I, like, um, like, uh. Like real dancing, like dancing, like I, a I club can waltz or and foxtrot, or, or I can I, I, I could waltz, I could foxtrot. I know how to do a bunch of those dances. I That's can cool. waltz, I can two step, and my merengue is passable. It's not anywhere near as good as John's, and his cha cha is fantastic. Now, did you take oh. classes, or are you just no. always been? No, I just like, did a Puerto Rican girl. Okay. <laughs> like legitimately, that's how I learned how to do those fancy dances she taught me. That's cool. I couldn't dance at all. Every you can waltz, I'm sure. Oh, you didn't. No, see you can. <laughs> you didn't see me at my Look, friend's wedding. I could teach. Oh God! I, could tell, uh, they, I, I forgot about that. I was in a friend of mine's wedding, and he's listening, so I'm very sorry. But uh, 
Is it Ben? It, it was no, a, an all it was an all African American wedding except me. And so they oh. so they lay, they line us all up and they're like we're going to do this here and we're going to do this here we're going to do this here. They had to dance their way where, into the reception. Yeah, and this is where was you it all, the We Are Family? No. Because no. I've been in one of those. Maybe they come into We Are Family. He's like, this is awesome. No. I do remember I was sitting at a table with all of Tony's friends and they were like, we need to get our cameras out. <laughs> But she goes, and this is where we're. Where's this the is where you guys are all gonna dance. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'm white. <laughs> and she goes, it's okay, you'll be fine. I'm like, I won't be fine. <laughs> and then they made me dance, and it was. Uh, well, I heard it was pretty legendary. I used to be pretty terrible, but actually, once I got um, drunk, one, no, <laughs> I provided Tony with the when, flask like, before the reception. <laughs> I don't know, seven or eight years ago, I think more like once I started to get heavy into fitness with John. Mm -hmm. Then my dancing got lots better. Right. Like I found rhythm. Oh, that's like, like working out gives you rhythm. Right. Which like, is have important. you ever seen <laughs> Seinfeld? Yeah, the Elaine dance. Yeah, I've it's heard fitting. <laughs> hey, I don't dance like that anymore. We've done that before, Joe. We've done that before. The full body dry heat. <laughs> well, much like a good callback, it just keeps coming around. <sighs> but Sorry, I'm, I don't mean I'm to a much it. better dancer than I. Am. But don't yuck another man's yum. That's also important. <laughs> All right, so Ulrich is like, crap, I got nothing. And he starts to make something up, but he's obviously struggling. No, he said it was kind of like flooring or whatever. That, it starts like a whatever dance it was that Kate taught him. Yeah. And he just kind of starts improvising. And then Jocelyn sees he's struggling, and she comes up and helps him by clapping. And uh, mm -hmm. does it, and then everybody just breaks out into the stance. It's kind of like, you know, Thriller, where everybody just knows the dance. <laughs> or high school movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was that one movie, uh... Oh, I can't remember where Usher was the DJ. Everyone just, just knows the dance. Of them. <laughs> no, what is it? She, uh, she's all that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, everyone just knows the dance. There's <laughs> like, a lot of great movie, <laughs> a lot of great dancing scenes in that movie. But my favorite high school dance scene will always be Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> where he's like, he does this weird like. He gets thriller doubled dance. out. Yeah, it's almost a thriller. <laughs> it's not the thriller dance. It's almost thriller dance. <laughs> it's, it's a cheap thriller dance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cheap but that's thriller. my favorite high school dance song. Good movie. That is a great movie. Second one, not so much. That's underappreciated, Tony. I believe that's your genre. Because uh, it's scary bad. It's underappreciated <laughs> for a reason. Because <laughs> it's scary bad. How much look into it if it's underappreciated and watch it when you get home. the shit out of it. But I don't know. We'll see. With Jason Bateman. All right, so she helps him. It goes well, and at the end, by the time this sequence is over, they're all dancing to Golden Years by David oh, Bowie, dee -dee. and they're having a great time. Adamar is having a hissy fit. Well, because he tried to there. embarrass him by saying, why don't you go ahead and dance? He's like, all right, and he just cuts a rug. <laughs> and then we cut to Kate, putting her mark on the armor. And it's a product placement for... Nike. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one has ever not known that was the Nike swoosh. <laughs> well, maybe she secretly is the goddess. Well, her name is Nike Stark, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it really was the product placement for Nike. Was really? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nike kicked in a few ducats for this? Apparently. Alright. Some of some some of the sixty-five million. I don't know of any other product placements in this movie, so There was that product <laughs> placement for shit earlier in the movie. I don't know. I wonder if all the um, gowns and stuff were done by somebody famous. Well, Nike maybe. Wilson's Lances, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson's Lances. The uh, the sugar people were in on yeah, that on fist the, that yeah, exactly. <laughs> And and our fine makers of boot black. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Like, cause it's not black, but it's sponge sugar and boot black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, they he tries on the armor, and they're like, 
um, really what fine. is this? There's nothing to it. He's just going to be cut in two. Like, come on. And she's like, have the courage to try it out. And he does. And he's like, I didn't feel anything. This harbor's amazing. And she's it's like, like well, I love the way they test it. <laughs> I, lo- I love the way that they test it. They have it's a the most giant versatile. log on a pendulum the and they funny ram is, it into ooh. it. This armor was made from the most versatile substance on the planet and they made a frisbee out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we next see him go up against the knight and he's like, who's this knight? And they're like, it's, I don't remember his name. Well, he goes to La- Lagany Sir Mar... Yep. That's the, he Keeps goes to the next tournament, mm-hmm. and he's up against the knight. They're like, "Who?" He says, "Who's this knight?" And they're like, "I don't remember his name." But they're like, "He's raised taxes oh. on his people three times this year." Did you know what I'm tournament? No, I didn't write down. We'll call him Buddha. His yeah. people starve people. so he can compete. So uh, Ulrich kind of kicks his ass, and they kind of wink at each other, and they're like, "It might be true." No, I said probably true. <laughs> so then, Adamar is up against the prince. We don't know that. He's up against Colville. The future... And, well, he withdraws. And they're like, what? No, Adamar's up against Colville, yeah. Okay. Adamar's up against Colville. And then all of a sudden, Adamar withdraws. So then so. Jeff freaks out, and he's like, there's got to be something. The only yeah. reason he yeah. would do that is if it was royalty. And he runs off to figure out and check. And he learns it's the prince. Not future the prince, king of England. The crown prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big difference. And uh, Ulrich is set to go up against him. And Chaucer runs... Jeff runs <laughs> puts the white flag to up. withdraw and uh, and Ora can see that the prince looks like oh, again Maybe so he's like play. fuck it and he just goes <laughs> he's like the hell with it I'm already in trouble anyway yeah. <laughs> and the prince goes and they go up against each other for real and the prince is impressed to see that uh Ulrich knew who he was because afterward he's like, and you, Prince, or I don't know if no, it says Prince says Edward. Good pass or, or something like that. Yeah, he's like, hey, good game, smacks him in the ass. And he's like, you too, Prince Edward. And he's like, ah, oh, you knew me. And he takes his helmet <laughs> off. Oh, you knew me and you still went against me. And uh, I didn't mean to withdraw. Yeah. The prince is impressed by him, though. He made a good impression. He's got a lot of sand. <laughs> <laughs> so Ulrich wins the competition, but he's pissed because he doesn't think it's a real win because he didn't get to go up against Adamar. He wants to go up against Adamar. Yeah. And uh, this is not the best time for Jocelyn to go up again and go up to talk to him because he's in a bad mood. He's all in a tizzy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she asks about the color of his tunic oh, again, you. and he's like, I don't give a shit about the no, he says, what are you going to wear tonight? Because I want to dress... And he says, nothing. He yeah. goes, well, that, that'll make us quite the pair because I'll dress the match. <laughs> and I think that'll make them and be more like, interesting. And he's like, why do you yeah. care about clothes? And his friend's like, no, she's talking about not wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you should pay attention here. <laughs> Dude, focus. He says, you're just a silly girl. Which mm. is terrible because last week he loved her and now yeah. she's well, now a silly he's girl. Now that he's in a bad mood. A yeah. And she says, better a silly girl with a flower than a silly boy with, with a, a stick. stick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Roland says, is it Roland or what? It's is what. It? He goes, uh, it's called the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good line. It's a great line. <laughs> that's a top ten line right in this movie. There's a lot of good lines in this movie. There's a lot of good mm-hmm. lines in this movie. So Adamar gets called back to the war. And Ulrich 
is winning and winning and winning, but he's pissed because he wants to go what up war, against Adam. But what war did he get called to? I don't know. He said, his army, he said his army were back in France. This is kind of a big deal. It's the Hundred Years' War. So Is it? Yeah. All right. This is the Hundred Years' War when the French and the English, because it's important while well, there's a big beef between the French and the English later. That's in the, true. In the tavern. That's kind of important. <laughs> he gets called to the, to the war front, which is the Hundred Years' War. Interesting. Thank you. You went to Paris for a tournament, even though they're right in the middle of the hundred years war. Yeah, well, that lasted a hundred. Well, it's like it's like the Olympics. It was like what 117 years. A war and still I don't know why they called that because it wasn't hundred years. It was longer than that. Think about it. That's a long fucking war. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll get we'll get back to that. So that's kind of important because that's the yeah. beat between the English and the French. I which appreciate we'll see that. later in that. But that's where, <laughs> that's where he would have went and fought to the front of the hundred years. So war. he's not there. So uh, the Ulrich hasn't got. We own France, and the French were like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Ulrich wants to write a letter to Jocelyn. I'm assuming she has not been at most of these tournaments, because it's quite a schedule. Well, maybe if she was down it was down in Paris, it's probably not a good place for her to be. That's true. Yeah. If only he knew the, one of the greatest English writers of all time. Hey, wait a minute. Who works for him? <laughs> Chelsea's going to write it for him. What a and they're like, what do we write about? <laughs> you should write about her press. Uh, and Chelsea's like, I think you should start above those. <laughs> So everybody in the group, and now our core group is Jeff, Watt, Roland, Kate, and Will. Everybody's there. Can we call him Sir Ulrich von right. Lichtenstein? <laughs> we they all contribute to this letter. They all talk about their heartaches and the loves they've lost and the loves they've had and how they miss them and then they write this incredible letter. Incorporate all incorporated all yeah. into one yours. That's almost as if she had died. <laughs> uh, it's a bit much. But. And then he signs it yours, William. And he's like Um Yeah, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, him too. It's a bit much, but he has to compensate for being such a douche earlier. Yeah, because he was. He's got a laid on thick. <laughs> I've been there where sometimes you just mean to your you lady go and you got to go buy her chocolate. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't buy her M&M's. Because <laughs> M&M's not invented yet. I don't think chocolate was invented yet. Oh, those poor people. Chocolate was, <laughs> yeah, chocolate was a powder back then and they yeah. put it in drinks. It wasn't like chocolate like like I buy yeah, my, beautiful, my beautiful wife all the time. <laughs> birthday is coming up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. She's going to be taking so, a trip to the Royal Chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. My favorite place. She gets no chocolate this year, and we say we're having a, 14, a 15th century uh, birthday. <gasps> no chocolate. No. I'd rather yeah. have a brand Hopefully new Hopefully less key. dancing. <laughs> if you're going to pick a, a time frame for a lady to have a birthday party in, I don't think it's the 14th century. Roaring 20s, <laughs> we can have a flapper party. We, uh, Great Gatsby. You want to have a Regency party? I'm there. And they had chocolate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm no. gonna be 37. I'm a little old for a party. <laughs> We're going to trampoline. Never too old for a party. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing the lady to the trampoline place. Oh. Ooh, those are fun. And dignified. <laughs> Thirty-seven. <laughs> All right, and then we're gonna play uh, David hey, Bowie's hey, song. Hey. I'm just saying because you say you don't want to have a costume party, but you want to go to the trampoline. Party. No, I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> I'm too old for a birthday party, but you're never too old for trampolining. So should I cancel? Be careful though, because they're dangerous. Should I cancel the cake? Don't cancel the cake. <laughs> you asked me what kind of cake I wanted, and I said that I wanted a chocolate one from the fresh market, and I hope I get one because if not, I'll be sad. Alright, so I'm going to see LA next weekend and we might should have a chocolate cake for the fresh market. <laughs> I don't like chocolate cake, but I would do it for you. <laughs> yes, Carly, really we're having good, chocolate like, cake decadent and mousse beef. Cake thing, it's so good. Um, 
<laughs> so you so, better. And so if you don't eat chocolate cake and beef, you're just not gonna eat. You might do chocolate cake I'll, and beef and I'll pork eat chops. I come. <laughs> no one cares about this. Just, so Jocelyn reads the letter out loud while Watt is standing there because he's the and he tears up <laughs> like he didn't already hear the letter. And he says, uh, he wanted to know if you had anything to send back. And I'm like, this is a little like, let her digest. Know, digest it. Thank yeah. you. Digest this before you expand. But he's waiting. And uh, so then he goes back, and Ulrich is all excited. And he's like, did she send anything in return? And Watt's like, oh, crap. <laughs> she said the she token. She the letter, and that's great. She said the token. No, not no. a token. Tony, what'd she get? <laughs> Watt has to kiss him. <laughs> and the best part is Watt kisses him like full on the mouth and he's like, yeah! And yeah! Watt spits on the ground. <laughs> he's all excited though. She kissed me, she kissed me. <laughs> See now, in my mind, I'm like, did she kiss you? Well, she had to have the kissed sentiment him. was there. No, no. Oh, you nay, mean nay. she kissed Watt. Yeah. She actually had to kiss Watt, but wait a minute, so you got to kiss her before I did? I don't think she actually kissed Watt. You have no evidence. You have maybe, no evidence. She maybe. Did. I have. Well, what I have is um, investigative, de- you know, detection here. Maybe she had her lady do it. <laughs> oh. So maybe she kissed her lady, and her lady kissed Watt, and Watt kissed. There you Ulrich go. And, <laughs> maybe she and her lady made out and got naked. <laughs> <laughs> Keep drinking, Tony. <laughs> is this another one I'm supposed to let him have? All right. <laughs> and then they pillow fought. <laughs> lingerie. And then Agent uh, <laughs> Detective Sphere <laughs> came back from retirement. Well, he wasn't retired in the To commentate on this pillow fight that was broadcast on the Ocho. So now we're in Paris. Yes, and Chaucer gets offered a bet. It's probably not a safe place to be during at this time. An Englishman, an Englishman will Englishman. not win this co- this tournament. If they win this bet, they'll have all the money that they've really ever dreamed 50 of. Fifty gold florins, or something like that. It's quite a bit. They could it's 50. I think it might achieve be all of their dreams. It's Fifty gold. All something. of their stars will be changed with this money. We'll go with florins. But if they lose, they're broke. Yeah. <laughs> Broke is a joke. And uh, Chaucer, or Jeff, wants to do it. And the rest of them are like, oh, this doesn't sound like a good idea. We have, right now, we're good. We have the money that we need. You, an Englishman, will not win because English legs are unsettled on French land. <laughs> Soil. That too. <laughs> and they say the Pope is the Pope French. The Pope is French. And, and then Roland has the best line. An Englishman will not win because the Pope himself is French. No, but then Roland has the best line. Oh, yeah? Well, Jesus was English. You're on. <laughs> Jesus wasn't really? fucking English. Not really. <laughs> Jesus wasn't even close to English. I bet you Jesus didn't even know England existed. But All right, that he's a, a pre- <laughs> Well, he did come to the Americas when he met uh, Joe, Joe. What was it? John Smith. When All right. Started, when Book of Mormon? Mormon is it. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I was like, what? It doesn't matter. He's a peasant. Peasants are Jesus not was smart. not... Really? They Honey, I'm not saying that he... I'm saying peasants are not smart. And you know what? I bet the clergy tells them this bullshit stuff yes, back the clergy in the medieval would never lie. times. <laughs> the clergy would never lie. I don't care what time frame it is. And in the map... I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to say two words. Spanish... Inquisition. Not the two words I thought. That's true. 
Clergy right. never lies. So Ulrich... Spanish Inquisition. Ulrich was not there for this. He does not know about this bet. I thought he was going to say Crusades. Instead, mm-hmm. Drop the mic, he blah, blah. is Shit. with Jocelyn in a church. Church number two. With no, no pews. pews. <laughs> no horses either, so we're upgrading. She wants him to prove his love. Yep. She wants him to speak in the way he did in the letter. That's when he says your breasts. He can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're above your throat. Are they below your throat? <laughs> yeah, they're below your throat. <laughs> and uh, she demands poetry. This is a trope that always bothered me in movies. What? Where well, that involve letter writing of any kind, and then they meet in person, and they're like, "Well, why can't you talk like yeah, your letters?" Because that's not how writing. Because nobody can talk like their letters. Because <laughs> I got to think about it and make drafts yeah. and really pour my soul out into a thing. Because I had spent four days straight writing that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta give me some time. I don't freestyle very well. And preferably, <laughs> I am not friends. Eminem. I needed my friends. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trope I don't like. And she also, when very was like, "Well, why is a man's time more important?" And he's like, he just goes right into, "Well, a man has more demands on his time." It was like, "Dude, just shut up." I yeah. like how he said, "I think." Like he he doesn't really know. But he, he doesn't have any experience. It's like this is gonna me. end badly. But a man's time would be more important during this time period. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she doesn't do much all day. Not her. Woman. No. Poor she's women just no, probably work their asses no. off. All she's doing is putting her ass out there to be, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. She's got a like mind, when he said that she was just a silly girl, be, yeah, he was right. Mm-hmm. That's the other girl. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, how can he prove his love? And sh- he wants to win the competition for it. And she's like, if you win the competition, it's for you. It's not for me. It's your reputation. It's your, you know. You always win. <laughs> but... If you want to prove your love to me, then you will lose the competition. He's like, what will that prove? That you care about me more than... Yourself. The money and yourself Mm -hmm. and your reputation. And he does not get that. And he's like, I'm not going to lose this competition. And she's like, well, then you don't love me. And and then he goes to compete. And we're like, what's he going to do? Well, he's going to (laughs) lose. And the squires are like... They're like, shit, yeah. shit, shit. <laughs> what are you doing? And he's like, Jocelyn said I had to lose the roof of my love. Meanwhile, they got this huge bet going yeah. on. Yeah. And at first they're pissed off, but <laughs> but by the end of the losing montage, they're just really concerned for his life. Yeah. Because this isn't good. I mean, he's yeah, he's Because he won't hit. withdraw. He's just. And even with the them, super armor. Yeah, he's just taking hit after hit after hit. Which can't be good. No. And then... And uh, Kate says she thinks it's romantic, and Roland says... Uh, Roland... Or, no, she, yeah, she say, he says, are you a blacksmith or a woman? And she says, sometimes I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> but Watts pissed. He's like, I'm going to lose everything. And Chaucer says, that's why they call it gambling. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then Watts going to gonna punch him again. Yeah. He's gonna fong him. <laughs> he says that over and over. He's gonna fong him. Gonna yeah. fong him. I will fong all of you. <laughs> so then, she sends her lady to say now she wants him to win. Mm. Now that it's at the point where he would have to win every single thing and some people would have to take some losses. I'm pretty sure yeah. at this point she doesn't realize how hard it would be for him to come back and win this thing. Yeah, she probably doesn't. Because she, she says she No, I really think she does it. and that's what, you know, I don't think she did that math. I don't think she cares that much. But now she's like, all right, you proved it. You can win. But now you have to win. And he does. (laughs) But he is injured. (laughs) You see, you you didn't mention that um, when Roland's talked to him and 
And Roland's telling him, he's like, well, you know, when a woman uncrosses her legs, she just wants validation, wasn't it? He goes, she didn't uncross her legs. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing this for? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you even, so basically, let me, let me translate. You even even hit that yet? No. And he's like, no. Like, what the but fuck? Comes, but he comes back to win. And as he's going back to win, Watt says, I don't understand women. And Chaucer says, nor do I, but they understand us. <laughs> well, maybe not you. Maybe not you. Yeah, that's a good line, too. So he wins. And they're going to be rich. He's quick. He's funny. He <laughs> makes me lots of money. Moonshine. Is that your favorite line? No, but that's what Chaucer sings after he collects the money from the Frenchman. Yep. And, and he, he gives, gives him, him a coin. Gives him one back. Have a drink on me. I don't think he gives him a gold florin. He gives him maybe a silver Maybe floor. a silver. <laughs> Who knows? But we know that's still a good amount of money. Mm. Uh, and as he's leaving, after he gets his money, he sees Jocelyn go into Ulrich's tent. And he says, bed him well. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was yelling at my buddies. Everybody go get him. Yeah. <laughs> bed him well. So she goes in and she says that her lady has told her that sometimes his men call him William. Is that true? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I don't care what your name is. All I care is that I can call you mine. And he says, oh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hurt. Some ice packs on and me. she's concerned, but not so concerned that they don't have a little. <laughs> well, she, says, she touches him and he's like, holy, sh-. he's like, he says something, he says like something, something woman. And, really and she pulls down the sheet and sees all his bruises and she's like, you need a surgeon. He's like, he's already been. He yeah. says I'll live, but I don't know. Yeah. And, he, and then she's like, I've caused this pain. And he's like, my father always said, you know, with, I don't remember the exact line, but with the good comes the bad. And then she's like, I've caused this hurt, so I will cause the good in exchange. He, he's like, she says, I've caused the hurt. He's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> and then. She's very, very Hellraiser-ish. Okay, so I just, you know, Googled it, and a gold floor is worth about $140 modern U.S., so we're looking at about seven grand. Ooh, That's a lot. Nice. But yeah. I think it's important to note yeah. that Jocelyn entered the premises, and then. <laughs> and then. He, he entered the premises. <laughs> oh. So do you just have like a list of the podcasts we've done here, just randomly looking at ways to put no, that in? I just remember things oh. that make me laugh. He's and good with I the like lance. Before you know it, she's going to be talking about how someone's peeing off the front of a boat. <laughs> well, we do cut to a boat. <laughs> Nobody pees, though. Funny I'm sorry. you should mention it, is that there's a boat, which is kind of like an airplane, and then somebody walks over and spills water. All right. Anyway, we're, they're on the boat. They're going to London. See, I keep bringing up stuff that's funny. You keep bringing up stuff that's dumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sure at some point somebody had to pee off this boat, but we don't see it. <laughs> but we do get another flashback. We do. Yep. They're all talking about how long it's been since they've been to London. It's been 12 years for William, and that's more than anybody else. Yep. We get a flashback of when he came to London with his father. Although, they're from London. No, when he was leaving London, he okay. was apprenticing, apprenticing to him to Sir Hector. 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 As a squire. Hector. As a squire. So we get to see him, his father saying, hey, this is the only thing I can do for you to change your stars. The rest is up to you. And you want to be a knight, this is the best thing I can do it. for you. He's like, so what, what I did was we went from London to right about here. So if you look up, the star's a little bit different. You're welcome. It's been, it's been 12 years. Which is funny because Roland says it's been only five. So at some point, Roland got to go home, and Roland was with Sir Hector when William came as a boy. So oh, at some he? point, yes, he's the <laughs> other kid. He yells at him. Oh, okay. He's the other kid. So at some point, Roland got to go for a visit, but William didn't? Maybe. Well, 
maybe William says he thought his dad was dead, so maybe he didn't feel well, the maybe need to go William, back. William's considerably younger too. Maybe it's easier. Maybe he had to stay, and it was easier for maybe. Him. Maybe it's not that important to the plot, so let's just skip over. <laughs> yeah, because William's like seven or eight or yeah. something like that, and Roland's already like fourteen or yeah. fifteen, something like that. So the boys are back in town. Plays as they move through the cheering crowds in London, and they paint their faces. Like yeah. the other road warriors. <laughs> like the football fans. I like re- the road warriors better. It just reminded me of that line from Wonder Woman where she's like, this place is dreadful. And Chris Pine's like, yeah, it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Adamar's back. That movie's not unappreciated. We'll never get to it. Yeah, <laughs> he's recalled from the birthday. front for raping and pillaging. <laughs> no, we're doing he Iron is, Man. <laughs> it's the world championships. Of course he's back. <laughs> So they're going to finally get to go up against each other. That and it would be the really bad climax of the movie at the World Championships if Adamar's not there. Mm-hmm. So Adamar says he's heard Ulrich has done well in his absence, winning trophies, horses, women. Ulrich says, you put them in that order? And Adamar's like, generally. Usually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about, yeah. And he tells him he's in. He's entered negotiations with Jocelyn's father. Which is kind of how shit worked back then, so yeah. that kind of that really was a kick to the nuts, wouldn't yeah. it? Like, it's like, you know what, you, you really like her? her? She loves you, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I want to put her in a house and just make her do nothing all day. And he pretty much says, yeah, it don't matter. I'm, I'm about to ride that. Yeah. She's going to be my trophy. And See, I pride and prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes that Mr. Darcy. Yep. <laughs> so that night, Ulrich, it's raining, and he goes to Cheapside on his horse, which I thought was a little weird. Um, In the rain. With the <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he comes across a little girl, and he talks to her a little bit, and she, uh, he tells her that he was born there. Sir, it, she knows who Can he you is. Keep a secret. <laughs> He He's really bad at that secret keeping thing. That he was born there, and he says he asks her about Mr. John Thatcher, and she says he still lives there. John Sometimes Thatcher. Sometimes you see him in the window, but nobody knows why. And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "She's blind, or he's blind." He's blind, sir. Mm. Which made me like, feel like Oliver Twist more. Can I have some more? <laughs> <sir?" laughs> so he goes to his dad's house, and uh, and he introduces himself as Ulrich and says he has word of William. And he tells him William wants him to know he changed his stars. And then his father figures out that... Did you follow your feet? His son is Ulrich. If you follow your feet, you're just going to go straight, right? <laughs> like, try well, that he had to follow you might walk in a circle for all you know. He said he wouldn't know how to get home. Just follow your feet. Just follow your feet. You That's the worst me? advice ever. You're looking down. You should not look down and walk. <laughs> you're not going to get by a car back in 1390-something. Maybe, maybe, maybe he should do a carriage, car. maybe. Carriage, yeah. Maybe what? He should do a crab walk. <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Thanks. Because you lead with your feet, and then you're following your yeah, feet. Yeah, it's true. You are following your feet. <laughs> and you're not getting anywhere fast. All right, so he Made stays up. as much up. sense as what you said. <laughs> no, mine was actually look at your feet and walk. You're going to hit Mine you. actually was a thing that legitimately would, no, you could was, follow your feet. Yours was not good. Yours was not good. I want to follow my feet to get some pizza after this, I think. <laughs> at Daddy Green's? Just direct your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza. <laughs> so they stay up talking, but it's a rainy night, and the roof starts leaking, and uh, William's like, we Thatchers can't have leaky roofs, and he's like, I'll fix it for you. I'm still a Thatcher. And he goes up on the roof, and that's when we learn 
Adamar has followed him to Cheapside. Because that's just creepy. Which is and stupid. He would just have people follow him. Yeah, he wouldn't follow him. He wouldn't follow him. Like, he's an important kind of follower. But we haven't really um, seen... Well, he just got out. He got released for the World Championship. No, I'm just saying, but you just have your people follow him. We haven't really seen, other than the he's squire doing. that announces him, we haven't really seen yeah. his people. Yeah, so he's there's, got people. He has a whole army. Yeah, he had an army that was in But if we just saw a random dude, it wouldn't be meaningful to us. Well, no, we just didn't have... They didn't have time to throw a sidekick in for Adam. So Earlier in the movie, Adamar talks about his his army was in France, mm-hmm. so they would have been fighting. He's over here jousting yeah. in a tournament, so mm-hmm. he's kind of a dick. So the next day, it's good to be the king. Ulrich's in or, an awesome or a count. mood. He Everything's count, yeah. great. He saw his dad. He and now Jocelyn and Chaucer come up. And they look all sad, and he's like, "What? Did somebody die? Like this is the best day ever." You're like Ulrich von Liechtenstein did. He's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, you've been found out. Adamar followed you." And they examined your patents, mm-hmm. and I guess found out that I guess when they examined them, they shit was made up. They <laughs> found out they were forgeries, so Jeff should probably be on the run here too. Um, that so you're assuming that they know that Jeff document. did. It has a watermark, and then it has the metal strip. Yeah, I'm assuming they looked back through the yeah. history because and figured out that none of these people are because real. Because I'm very certain <laughs> that I'm assuming that a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Very certain that there's like actual books of nobility, and they would keep track of that to make sure, like for marriage purposes and stuff like that. So all they would have to do is look up these names to see yeah, if yeah. these people really did marry who they said that they married, and, and they didn't. I just think that the count said that he was fake, so they probably took it on his word at least at first. Count. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they could have all. The, I don't know how much time they had to look through all the books and stuff, but I don't know. They probably would have investigated it. But I think if a count comes and comes up and goes, "Dude, this fucking night's not a night." They go, well, well, we luckily we're in London. So Which it would be, be easy to find these books. Yeah. And well, I don't know. If we were anywhere else, they probably would have been like, really? how are we Do, do you to think know? London has got the historical record of Gelderland? No, but he has to Anybody list know what Gelderland is? Anybody? Gelderland? Somewhere no. in England. They talk about how they're English. Netherlands, actually. I looked it up once. <laughs> <laughs> but the so, knights... I don't know if they would have had that shit. But one of, the, one of the things was, like, some duke in... In Britain, all they'd have to do is look up these names, Maybe and they yes, even <laughs> they had to use a fox. But it doesn't matter because even they would have kept track of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They Moving were, on. The so, noble lines they kept track of. So, that. This yeah. is the thing they actually did yeah. keep track of. I'm sure they did. So everybody wants him to run. Jocelyn's like, you run, I'll run with you. We both will get what we want. We get to have our love. But if you stay, you go to jail. I'm going to be forced to marry. Douchebag over there. And, <laughs> and he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You have never been poor. Yeah. You don't she understand. Only the poor can marry for love. Because she's going to be promised to this him yeah. if she doesn't run away. Exactly. So her life Bless hinges you. on this as well. And <laughs> all of his friends are like, dude, run, run, run. Yeah. And, and he's too proud. He's he like, no, I'm not going to run. He defies everybody. They're all crying. Everybody. <laughs> he's it's too like, proud. They're going to yeah. put you in the stocks, Will. He's like, fuck it. And he's like, they can't take my pride. And she's like, oh, they will. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you want to bet? <laughs> they will piss and shit on you and throw stuff at you and beat you up mm-hmm. every day. So Until he they let you out. He gets arrested. He's like, you. I'm here to compete. And they're like, you're here to get arrested. He's <laughs> like, no, no. He's really mad, though, because this is where he was supposed to go up against Adamar. And Adamar prevented it from happening. <laughs> well, because Adamar was watching him joust. And he asks, well, how would you beat that guy? And he says, with a stick while he was sleeping. <laughs> because on a horse, nobody can beat that man. That guy's not. Yeah, he's unbeatable. So now we cut to... Uh, the prison cell, 
No, he's out and open. He's in no, no, he got arrested. Oh, yeah, that right, night yeah, he's yeah. in the prison cell because Adamar comes to gloat. And he says, and hit him. <laughs> you have been weighed and hits him. You have been measured, hits him. And you have been found wanting. And he hits him and hits him and hits him some more. Not too badly, but he's taking some cheap shots because yeah. Sir Ulrich is up. He can't yeah, defend can't himself. himself. He's got his arms up in like a wood thing. Yeah. And then Why the didn't he just lift that up and put it down? I'm just saying. Like, he, was, he had his arms were bent. There was nothing holding his arms. He could have just lifted that up and moved it down. It's a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just going to swing and hit him with the stick. I don't, <laughs> I don't, know, if, I don't know if he should strike Yeah, that's ability. probably a bad idea. <laughs> He's already in enough trouble. What's uh, yeah. the matter? Well, <laughs> might move him to, from stocks to hanging. So that's the true. next day, he's in the stocks, and his friends come, and they stand up around him, try to protect him from now, the crowd. real quick, um, this one this one scene, um, if you have it on DVD, there's an extras, and it's it kind of sucks because they cut it. Um, but it, one of the reasons that the prince and everybody gets so moved is because uh, Chaucer stands and he does this really cool long ass speech about how awesome his friend is. Yeah, and they and cut then, it out of the... Then they come, but they cut it out. It's in the extras though. But so they take this really important scene and they cut it out. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Yeah. And uh, but it's one of my favorite speeches. His friends are all standing up. They're going to defend him. And he's like, "Let him have me." And yeah. they're like, "No, no." And then the prince, they the crowd starts throwing shit, at yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and the prince takes off his cloak. And everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's not just him. He rolls up with his protective posse. <laughs> like the medieval secret service. And the prince says, oh, what a pair we board. make. We both try to hide who we are, but we're both unable to do so. Your men love you. If I knew nothing else about you, that would be enough. But you also, I think he said you also have tilt when you should yeah. withdraw. Because yeah. tilt means to the we know. We know. Uh, And that is nightly, too. And the prince declares him to be a knight of an ancient royal line. So and he it's lies. his word. So uh, it's beyond contestation. <laughs> so actually, that's not true. The only person that could test the crown prince is the king. Is the king. And that's so if the king not says that's happen. not true, he's like, the, shit, dad, come on. <laughs> and the king is probably mad at, yeah. Adam, at Adamar for all the raping and pillaging he did. Yeah. And the king probably doesn't because the, shit. Yeah, the, yeah he's let's got be shit honest. to do. He, could go he was back like, the prince was like, Dad, hey, I want to see this guy joust. Yeah, I made this guy a knight. Okay, I don't care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why are you bugging me with this? <laughs> <laughs> are you giving him lands? No, just a title. All right. Yeah, didn't give so him money, didn't give him He makes him take a knee, and he is officially Sir, Sir William. That. Sir William von Lichtenstein. <laughs> and he's like, so you're going to go compete? Because uh, you can. Yeah. Like right now. <laughs> Your paintings yeah. and ability are pretty simple. Yeah. And he wrote it in one line, I say so. <laughs> and he handed it to him, and they were like, cool. Sorry, sorry you didn't get any sleep last well, night because you're getting beaten by a duke, and then you put you in your stocks all day. But, but you are you compete? fit? Can you, are you ready? Duke, well, you well, as soon as he yeah, was knighted, he was made a noble. And, like, they only required patents back so far to thin the field. But if the prince says, hey, I want this guy to joust, he's noble. He only goes back till five minutes ago. That's good enough. (laughs) He probably didn't even have to knight him. (laughs) If his patent said knighted by the prince, it wouldn't matter. He could do it. It's all relevant at that point. So he's now he's going to go up against Adamar. Finally. And he waiting did, a long time for this. And he did earlier, I forgot to say it, but he did have a really cool line, um, William did, earlier in the movie, where he says, uh, he says, you're not nobility. And he goes, well, how did the nobles become noble? They took it. You know? That's and true. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> so uh, Chaucer tells Will, it's a small target, 
but aim for his heart. <laughs> Another good line. And Adamar, this is when we learned that he has uh, had his lance fashioned, so the end will fall apart on impact. He had backup plans and backup plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And he put a sharp wife tip. Liked the beater. He tipped his lance, so uh, when they go, it will get. It did get stuck in Ulrich's shoulder, and uh, and they pull it out because he want he's going again. Yeah. And they see that it was tipped. And uh, he still wants to continue. He's got to beat Adamar, but he can't even hold on to the lance. The second go round, he drops Here's the it. question: When they do the, the thing with the the, with the sugar, there's like a metal tip, and when they pull it out of William, there's no metal tip. So the metal tip's still in his fucking arm. It's probably what's keeping him from bleeding to death. Oh well, good. All right, well, way to go. But Thanks, Kate's Adamar. like he tipped it. <laughs> good job. So, uh, whoa, I'm sorry. He, uh, he can't hold the lance. He goes the second time. He drops it. Chaucer then tells him that Jocelyn is here, and so is his father. No and, pressure. And they're together. He makes him take off his breastplate and tie the lance to his arm because he can't hold it and he can't breathe with the armor on. But he needs some time. Mm-hmm. So Chaucer's like, I got this. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I didn't get to do my introduction. <laughs> well, He's a performer. So he does his whole spiel again, but it's a little bit shorter, and he's like, you know. And it's different, because he now he's given his real... Yeah. And he steps on the prince's, like, little table area, and he says, <laughs> excuse me, my lord, and he stand- <laughs> it was really cool, and you're like, wow, that's pretty ballsy. And uh, his father got to hear him introduced as Sir William Thatcher. That's your name, Will. It's a special day for like, all. Thanks, right? I noticed. Yeah. For real, for real, he's now a knight. Yeah. So this is no armor. He doesn't even put his helmet back on. Slants his tie like to his idea. arm. He's going to win or he's going to die. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like you've been a knight for about ten minutes. Good time to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has to unhorse or kill Adamar. Yeah. And so uh, he has to kill him. <laughs> no, they said in yeah, order to win, that, you know. have to either unhorse him or, or kill him. Or kill. If you kill him, he'll fall off the horse. So just unhorse him. <laughs> Not we'll necessarily. Yeah, really, he could weird. slump forward on the horse. Dead. I just thought it was weird because they hadn't mentioned death before. They just said they have to unhorse him or kill him. I was like, well, they, they said really got so, into like when before. when Adamar was giving Jocelyn a little lesson about jousting, and she said that she thought it was abrupt or something yeah. like that. Um, she asked if people die, and he's like, okay, yeah, accident. We're not supposed to, yeah. but it happens. It's like <laughs> it's like football nowadays. Are you supposed to die? No, but it happens. Nah. So with everything he has left, he takes this pass. And he shouts, William! Which I thought was a little funny. And he goes, and he unhorses him. <laughs> and what's funny here is he goes over top and he goes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, one by one, his posse goes, and one of them says, This is this is something that I want to point out. They have, okay, so you see Adamar flat on his back on the ground. But it's obviously a green screen. Because he's lifted up. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. Why didn't he just lay in the dirt? Because this to me seems like a little bit of a dreamy sequence. Yeah, it's it's obviously something he imagines. And I really like the shot and what happens. Because it looked like he was floating, sort of, to me. They could have just put him in the dirt. Because we cut back to what's really happening in a second. But in his little dream sequence, one by one, one of them says, you have been weighed, you have been measured, you've absolutely been found wanting. (laughs) And Will says, welcome to the new world. And Roland has a good line where he says, like, God save his soul if that's what he wants to do or something like that. 
And uh, then we cut back to reality. <laughs> and the prince is thrilled. Jocelyn's thrilled. His father cries. His friends hug him. Jocelyn comes down. He jumps over the barrier. They kiss in front of everybody. Which would not have been okay. <laughs> she still marries the duke. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is her dad pops over. Still not marrying him. There's a reason there's not a Knight's Tale too. <laughs> well, now she's sullied and she probably can. There's that too. Maybe. Apparently, he's not the protector of British virginity. <laughs> uh, Chaucer says to the others, I think I'm going to have to write some of this down. <laughs> Which is the, the joke, because he did. They're the first book in the Canterbury Tales is a knight's tale, but it's not the story. And he has a squire's, squire's tale, tale, too. Yeah. But that's not this either. Yeah, that's not this. And also, but, the two uh, guys where he was like with the. Um, the accuser and the promoter or something like that. The guys mm -hmm. who, who stopped yeah, him earlier, they, and he's like, I'm going to make you naked for eternity. Yeah. He writes books about those two. Yeah. So that was, a, you know, that was true too. So. Mm -hmm. so and it was cool. he was not um, very nice to them. They were well, he said he would lay them naked forever. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is at the time, you got to think if this happened, they were like, yeah, whatever. It's like, I don't know who's going to be the most famous English literary. Yeah. <laughs> like if they'd have known that, they'd have let the 10 Florins go. Maybe, maybe. The ten gold florins, that's a lot of money. Fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> our standards today. All right. So that's it, the movie's over? Oh no it's not. There's a post credit scene. And they're really because I didn't watch that. You didn't know the post credit scene, Tony? No. Oh. Elaine, post credit scene? <laughs> Is it where Thanos shows up? <laughs> no, it's actually Did they get Schwarmo? <laughs> no, they they have this thing where they're it's Kate, Jeff, Roland and Watt. And each one of them flatulates. Um, first, Roland goes, and then Jeff goes, and then Kate goes, and then Watt goes, and the, the first three have rather large flatulence. Are you, is this serious or are you doing a bit? Look the shit up. Really? Look it up. Like, you have the movie right there, bring it up. And the last one is Watt, and it's not very, you know, good. And they're like, oh, you're out. Sorry. Wow. Stand by, folks. We're going to validate this. I can't believe right, no so one's ever seen the post-credit no, farting scene. No, why am I sitting through the credits at That's the That's why I said she's flatulent. You gave me this look because you're confused. I'm like, oh, she's never yeah. seen that. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I cut off the... All, All right. right. We'll just let this music play. <laughs> turn that down, though, so it's... Yeah, so folks, um, watch the post -credit. I hope it's on here. I'm going to be like, no, it really <laughs> <laughs> it's John's fever dream. Like, yeah. did I fall asleep every time I watch this movie? While we're waiting. Is it just me or did Adamar always win, right? <laughs> Should somebody go while we're yes, waiting? Yes, while we're waiting. Elaine. Okay. What do you think? So, my favorite character is Jeffrey Chauncer. My Ooh. least favorite. Chauncer. <laughs> we'll call him Chauncer. Jeff, the god of biscuits. Yeah. All hail Jeff, the god of biscuits. Um... My least favorite character is Jocelyn. Um, she really is a terrible actress, and <laughs> I really couldn't stand this character. Um, I wish she hadn't been here, although I know she's important. My favorite scene is learning to dance. <laughs> um, my favorite line happens... Okay, so when she changes her mind in Paris and now wants him to win, so he goes back out there, and, sh and Jeff says... There she is, the embodiment of love, your Venus. <laughs> and then Ulrich says, and how I hate her. <laughs> and then he goes and proceeds to win the tournament. That's my favorite line. It's a good line. It is a good line. Um, so this movie is pretty good. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely give it a try. Because 
it's just kind of a good, fun movie. Although, I really don't like Jocelyn. So, I'm going to say that... I don't that really like Jocelyn. No, so. at all. I really... She bothers me. She bothers me more the more I see it. And it's going to be one of those movies that gets to a point where I don't ever want to see it again. But, uh, so I'll give it a yay. <laughs> Not like a yay! But more like, Yay! <laughs> so a half a year. Because more of, never more than it. a maybe, but less than an <laughs> excited yeah, You should see it, but, you know, you should see it. But. Speaking of things you need to see, you guys need to watch this post-credit scene. Okay. Are you ready? All right. We're going to play right. it for everybody. <laughs> oh, that's rolling. <laughs> that was Jeff. Wow, that was crazy. Hey, hey. <laughs> that was what? <laughs> I can't oh, believe wow. you've never seen that. <laughs> I can't believe I just saw that. <laughs> like, it doesn't go with the rest of the movies. Like, not at all. I don't know. They look really like weird. they were drunk. So, if they're drunk after winning the a big bet, maybe. Um, but Kate wins. <laughs> I'm always impressed by people who can flatulate on, de- on demand, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how that works. And that's how I got her to marry me. <laughs> oh. You. <laughs> Fart's tale. All right, who's next? Carly. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> my favorite character is also Jeff, because it needs to be. The movie's really about him. Um, my least favorite character is Adamar. I just think he's a bad person. <laughs> so... Yeah, my favorite line is actually the same line as Elaine's, and I'm really pissed off that she stole it. You didn't think I was going to pick that line. No, because I'm going to go with my second favorite line, then, because it's sure to cover that. Why don't you just pick the same favorite line as me? What what if we all have the same... We've already gone over that, so... If we all have the same favorite line, it'd be awesome. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) How I I doubt that's going to be Tony's (laughs) favorite line. (laughs) And my favorite scene is when um, Will's in the stockade... And all of his his compadres jump in front, so people are, can't hit him anymore. Hit a little boy right up and smacked him in the head. So then Roland comes out, and then Kay comes out, and then Watt comes out, and Jeff comes out. And he's like, "Listen to me!" And they're throwing shit at him. And then the prince comes up and makes him a knight. That's my favorite scene. And well, that's everything I need to give you then, huh? Oh, may may may. I would say this is a maybe, and only because it's like it's historically like way the fuck out there, and it's. So, I mean, if you want to go on a good knight's tale, there's better movies to do that about knights and jousting and stuff. And Name me a better movie about jousting. <laughs> uh, I just don't like, I don't know. I can, there's better movies about knights. Mm-hmm. But a better movie about jousting? Well, jousting's not very interesting, and that's why. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I would say maybe. I just, it's, you, have to be in the, you have to be in the mood for it. So there you go, maybe. <laughs> Don't, don't yuck another man's yum. It's worth it for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it worked out great for Jeff. All right, so me. Um, <laughs> that you would be Tony. Favorite uh, character is Chaucer. Um, Go Jeff. That's three. What, least favorite character? I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to pick Kate because I think that actress could have uh, didn't really add anything to the role and it was hard to understand her sometimes. I liked her and stuff, but I don't know. I think you could have put maybe put somebody else in that role and got something bit more out of it. Um, favorite scene is that's hard. 
You're supposed to have this ready, Tony. No, I know. Like, I spent the last hour and 40 minutes thinking about it. <laughs> um, I'll go with the training montage. I like a good training montage. That or when he does the, Chelsea does his first uh, speech. Mm. Um, the defender of Italian virginity. <laughs> and then uh, what's left? Your um, favorite line? Favorite line? My favorite line is, um, you know, it'll be difficult, what does he say, it'll be difficult to hit. But, but aim, aim for, for his heart. heart. It's a small mm-hmm. target. It's a small target. Aim for his heart. I like that. Good line. And uh, yeah, I give it a yay. I like like this movie and it's fun. You know. That's All it. right. Carla, that leaves you. Oh. Are you going to nay your own movie again? No, of course <laughs> not. No, I really like this movie. I own this movie, though I could not find it. <laughs> it's definitely in one of the boxes at my parents' house. <laughs> as soon as you get home, it'll be on the steps. Just weird. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past my parents to have come across it and dropped it off. <laughs> All right, so favorite character. My favorite character is Jeff, but my close second is oh. Roland. I loved Your Roland, Jeff. but Jeff had a lot more to bring us. Roland is great. Watt is great. Jeff is yep. superb. Mm-hmm. Least favorite character. I don't know. <laughs> Kate. Okay. <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn's lady friend. Adamar yeah. Squire. I don't give a shit. Pick one. Adamar Squire and that page boy haircut was fantastic. That's <laughs> a Harold, not a squire. His Harold. That was pretty funny. My favorite scene's probably in the church when with the horse. Uh, with the horse. Mm. And then my favorite line is the same as Tony's. Uh, it's a small target, but aim it for his heart. All right. So look at the. Oh, we only had two lines. Yeah. So, yay, nay, maybe. Yay, I love okay, this Okay, well, just check it, because you're the only person to <laughs> deny your own movie. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I think this movie's great. I think it would also be great if you found us on Facebook. At oh, nice. Slash movie podcast. Find us on Instagram at unmoviepodcastdogs, on Twitter at unmoviepodcast, email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com, and tune in next week. For Elaine's pick. She hasn't told us what it is yet. Well, wait a minute now. This is Elaine's birthday pick. Yes. So she so can pick anything she yeah. wants. It doesn't the have to be underappreciated. It could be anything we want. Yep. The next time we record, it will be, I'm pretty sure, on my actual birthday. Oh, wow. So, I'm going to pick, as my next movie, The Burbs. Nice. Because she's been trying to get this movie, and I was like, that's not underappreciated. Nice. That movie, I mean, you have to wait and see how I felt like it or not. Um, <laughs> Like this that's, movie, that's I don't really think, fits into any of our genres. I mean, it's a little suspenseful, sort of, and a bit of a drama. It's some, mostly a comedy. It doesn't... It's not underappreciated. Everybody some, loves that movie. No, but I she gets to pick whatever it. she likes. Right. I get to pick whatever I want. <laughs> it's your birthday, And yeah. you guys have been picking stuff that's not underappreciated anyways, and... I was able to argue it. it your argument held no water. It was a leaky boat. Whatever. But... I'm picking the burbs because I just want to talk about it. Nice. Sounds good. I'll get to watch it. Our first movie with Tom Hanks. Now, if you were to do a Tom Hanks podcast, I'm on. I'm in. Okay. But Kevin Costner? All right, we'll see you next week. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week.